Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. Today is an episode of Down the Rabbit Hole with Shane, Josh, Alan, and me. We dive back into the world of NFTs, talking about the Board ABI Club, of course, along with a ton of other things related to the space, including the power of community, how to parse and filter the overabundance of information, and what are some of the upcoming drops that we're excited about. We also hear about a domain name that Shane just acquired. It's probably nothing.com, which is based off of a popular meme type comment often used in social media when something notable happens. All this is coming up right now on Down the Rabbit Hole here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. So let's go. It don't matter what you say, there ain't no way that you're messing with my team today. It don't matter what you do, I will. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. J. On, and I am the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a down the rabbit hole because, as we say, all roads, all roads lead to domains. And in the reverse, our work with domains has us venturing all the time into different areas and topics, some that are very familiar to us, others that aren't as much. And we've been using this show a lot lately to talk about crypto, DeFi, and NFTs. So, you know, with NFTs exploding and a lot of us having been really involved, uh, we brought the crew who was on on the last show, which was Ape Ape Baby. Shout out to Alan. And uh, so that's what we're going to get into today. So just so everybody knows right off the bat, if you want a super domain-focused show, this is not it. Go check out the show we just released with Pedro Neronia from Noster Capital talking about institutional investment in domain names. There's a lot of really super cool, exciting things that we talk about in that episode, and uh, we're going to continue to push that ball down the field for sure. But this show today is about NFTs. NFTs what? NFTs nuts. All right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so... With that, let me go ahead and introduce my squad here. Over to my right, we got my boy Josh Reason, a.k.a. Bjorn Borg, a.k.a. Harry Kane, host and producer of the Digital Fortune podcast here on the Domain Sherpa Network, founder of DNWE, the domain name platform. Go get yourself signed up if you're not signed up. It's a subscription model. Great, great platform to be able to sell and buy domains. Make sure you go there, check it out, make it happen. Also, successful domain investor himself. I say it on every show, man, heavy and Zed run. He's got himself a board ape. He's got himself a whole lot of different NFTs. So, you know, we're going to talk about all that here. So, uh, Josh, what's happening, man? Welcome to the show. What's up? Happy to be here. All right. All right. Now, continuing to go down in the, uh, I guess, in the order is, I don't know if it's clockwise or counterclockwise, depending on whatever, whatever, but got my man, Sugar Shane Coulter, a.k.a. Honey Shane, a.k.a. Mike Rowe. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Go check out dsad.com. Shane does his daily list for domains. Um, I know there are some folks, uh, myself included, that, you know, check that list out literally on a daily basis. You know, some people, that's literally how they base all of their domain buying, at least, you know, the stuff that they're trying to do, you know, efficiently, right? It's like, because, you know, to do a lot of research on domains and on top of all the platforms, it's not necessarily easy. Shane's list makes it easy. So make sure you go check it out. Always good, good content there, good names, and, uh, you know, get your portfolio cracking. He's also got beehouse.com, wormcastings.com, and a collection of board apes and NFTs. He's now heavy in alpha. He's the alpha betties, um, <laughs> you know, the uh, spokesperson, unofficial spokesperson, unofficial <laughs> official spokesperson for the alpha betties. Shane, what's happening, man? Uh, good to be here. Yeah, it's... Uh... 
I actually grow plants for a living. That's like the real thing. I have hundreds of acres of plants. I know, I know. In, in the middle I... of the plants, I'm checking the floor on alphabetties. <laughs> I'm like, my, I'm like, no. my hydrangeas need to be trimmed, and the alphabetties need to. I need to sell some floor. You know, and it is really wild because when I see you post pictures of like, you know, the mums and different things that you got going on, and you just see literally acres of these plants and like a real, actual, like, you know, physical, yeah. like business that is as big in scope and space and size as yours it's like uh you know i mean it's always a reminder right like get outside and yeah, smell I, mean, the roses. I do millions a month in plants that's yeah. how i make it but it's uh now i'm doors that's my that's my new handle in crypto d-o-o-r-z doors <laughs> doors i'm open i'm opening doors all right i like it opening <laughs> like doors it. opening doors yeah i, I bought like doors.io i'm gonna you're, put my you're website doctor out you're like dr strange dr strange billy throws <laughs> throw dr strange up you know with all opening the portals and stuff you know what i mean that's right i'm opening we'll doors through. through nfts and crypto and plants right. i dig wholesome it. and and oh yeah we got it all I, across I the board it. Well, you know what it is, man. It is all good. And thanks for being here. And then last but certainly not least, we got my man, Alan Dunn, a.k.a. Bill Gates, a.k.a. Gandalf. So Alan's only been on a couple of times since I've been hosting the show. So I'll give him a little bit more of an official intro. But the managing director of Namecorp, a company focused on domain name management and acquisitions, 20 years experience, 50 plus million dollars in transactions, self-professed domain name nerd. Also founder of AutismAwareness.com, community of over 250,000 people with a focus on autism awareness. And now he is the man when it comes to NFTs. He is uh, not exactly, Shane's actually the one who got me to ape in on the Board Ape Yacht Club, but Alan's been doing this at a higher level for a bit longer and is the uh, is that guy like he is that dude so while I would say follow all of us but you know make sure like Twitter and all that good stuff you know uh, all these guys should be on your short list but Alan Alan in particular has been uh, you know has been a guiding light on a lot of this stuff so I appreciate him and I appreciate all y'all so Alan thanks for joining the show no problem. Happy to be here. I need a nickname like Sugar Shane. I love that. <laughs> Sugar Shane, honey Shane. All right, I'm going to come up with something, man. I'm going to, you know, I'll work on it. We did a, a Domain Sherpa review, which will have been out, I think, by the time this show get, comes out, where uh, we had Alvin Brown on the show. And, uh, you know, I gave Alvin, I said, I, I called one of his AKAs was Kevin Durant, because he's from Texas. And Kevin Durant played his college ball at the University of Texas. And Kevin Durant just led the U.S. men's basketball team to a gold medal. And he's like, Kevin Durant, he's like, man, call me Kevin Hart. I want to be Kevin Hart. I'm like, all right, hey, I guess now if people are going to choose and, you know, pick and choose their AKAs. I he's guess a little I closer pick. in height to Kevin Hart than he is. <laughs> that's where was, he's like, I'm funny, man. And, and yeah, exactly. He's like, we're closer in stature. He's like, man, I can't, I'm not Kevin Durant. I'd have to, you know, put on uh platform shoes or something to get there but anyway so um so that is what's happening so that is the panel these guys are uh you know close friends of mine also you know we're all kind of on this journey together as we've been uh delving deeper and deeper into the world of nfts um but you know all domainers at heart so it's uh you know we're all very commonly situated uh, a lot of domain experience obviously uh but now as we've been doing the nft thing we've been having a lot of fun with it and uh, so with that, let's talk about sort of uh, let's talk about the state of the union. Right. Right now, what we've seen since the last time we've done this show. So when we did the Ape Ape Baby show, uh, we you know, at that point, I don't even know what the floor was. Do you guys remember? I mean, it's so crazy because the NFT world, it everything moves in hyperdrive. You know, it's like. <laughs> 
this week was the longest year, uh, you know, in NFTs, right? I mean, it's like you go from it or the, the fastest year, right? Even though it was seven days, the amount of stuff that's happening between the amount of projects and everything. And, and you know, for the audience's benefit too, guys, because I know there's a lot of domain folks that are that are watching and listening, you know, we're not sitting here necessarily saying, hey, you guys should all get into NFTs, right? I mean, there is a lot of noise. There's a lot of nonsense. There is a There are a million ways to lose your money. Um, so really what we're talking about here is, you know, we get together and we talk about this stuff anyway, even if we're not on camera and we're not on the microphones, we're like talking about NFTs. We're talking about domains. We're talking about crypto. We're talking about different stuff. And this is just things we enjoy getting together and talking about. And, uh, you know, we know we've got an audience and, uh, you know, there are definitely more and more folks that are kind of in our circle and our expanded circle that have been, you know, getting involved and, uh, you know, you see it on social media. So, you know, it's just been a lot of fun from a community and a sort of a vibe standpoint, it's been really positive. Um, so anyway, so with that, I just kind of the disclaimer, look, none of this is financial advice, DYOR, do your own research. Um, and for us here, we're just going to kind of bullshit about what we want to talk about and, and hopefully y'all find it insightful. Um, and, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is not a, uh, Hey, everyone should go ahead and, you know, go, go jump on open sea and go buy a bunch of NFTs. But you know, this is what we're up to. So, and it's, it's a community thing, which is, you know, I think one of those super positive things too. One thing I loved about domains when I first got into domains was that it was a really great positive type of community. And I think you see that with NFTs, but even on a broader scale and maybe because it's even more of a diverse. So let's talk about that first. I mean, what do you guys think from a community standpoint, right? Do you guys see the same thing? Where do you think some of that stems from? Is it because you've got this enormous range of people and you've got people that are excited because there there's, you know, what, what do you think it is that drives some of the community stuff around NFTs? Success. I mean, what it comes down to is because we were so early in this spring, you know, early spring or winter, I'd say spring. And now pretty much everybody that was in at this point uh, has done well. Mm-hmm. And, and when you've taken a couple thousand dollars and made it into a hundreds of thousands of dollars, you don't do anything but smile. So it's, (laughs) you know, that's the thing. And so we all have been super successful. It's been nothing but an upward cycle. And so it's a little bit more difficult to have somebody else come in and say, Hey, I think you should spend $50,000 on an eight. I I can't, I can't say that right now. It was easy to say it when it was a thousand dollars. Like we were all talking about Hey, you need to get in. We were saying you're stupid if you're not doing it kind of thing. Now, I'm not get, I didn't even post that I bought Alpha Betty's because I just don't want people saying you should do this. We're in a place where we're working on profit dollars. We've made enough money to keep rolling. We're just rolling things over. So that's a lot of the community is super happy because we're all crushing it. We're getting paid by, you know, people thinking, well, you're bringing in and, and cycling the money through. No, it's it's crypto money coming in and DeFi money that's sitting there. And it's all these other people that are joining paying big bucks that are paying for all the quote smaller people, but the entry cost now, uh, I think you'll see a little bit less. I don't want to say less community because there'll be community, but I don't think you'll see all the giggliness and all the craziness <laughs> that you saw. All the exuberance. Once things, and exuberance, once things yeah. stagnate a little bit and they will stagnate. That's how cycles work. It's not, 
it doesn't go up forever. It's going to sit tight and that's going to drive Josh crazy. Reason's going to be just <laughs> dying here when things slow down for a little bit until it, and it'll come right back. Things are going to get popping. But I just, I think about Josh all the time. I think, man, if Bored Ape sit there for two months and don't move anywhere, he's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I die when I don't make a sale in a day. So it's just like, it's just, it, it just frustrates me when I don't see, uh, uh, you know, an email pop up from OpenSea saying your item is sold. It's just like, it doesn't feel right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. It's, like a, it's like a drug. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I, listen, I'm not going to be, I don't think I'll ever be in a position where I don't own any apes. I think it's just like, that's probably the biggest risk anyone could ever take at this point is not owning an ape when you've got an ape. Um, yeah. for, for me, I, I think there's just like, yeah, are there chances that it goes back down? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I can't see it going down too much further, maybe going down, maybe dropping slightly below 10 ETH. I could see that happening on the floor apes just because there's a lot of people that don't. But what is ETH, ETH going to be? Know, that's the other thing is if that's ETH the other moves, thing. yeah, I mean, when we went in, ETH was 1700 to 2100, uh, at yeah. most 2500. Right. Yeah. And so even if the I mean when I bought down, my first when right. I bought my first ape when I bought my first ape ETH was four thousand actually when oh. I bought my first ape like right at the beginning yeah you were was, early was, early I was yeah. like day I was like day three or day four or something like that. <laughs> yeah. but but the, but like what happened with the apes like it was when you when I when I first got in when I first started to see it I think Morgan was in maybe maybe Shane was in as well yeah and and I and I just I saw it and I was like. Okay, these are kind of cool. I'm going to buy one. I bought one, and then the me bits came out, and right, you went heavy just on like, bits, yeah. And and but but like the market died. Nobody like there was no liquidity in apes anymore. Nobody was buying apes because everyone was focused on me bits. So then I went and bought a bunch of me bits, and suddenly you know the ape community out of nowhere just like rallied and just destroyed yeah. me bits, <laughs> and, and it was just it was insane. And then you know I don't know maybe like two weeks later I woke because I just slapped the ape back on the market for like what I paid for it. I was like this is a waste of time. What what am I doing? Yeah. And I, I woke up one morning it sold, and I was like, well, I wonder why that sold. I must have just got lucky. Like logged in, went and checked the floor, and my my ape sold like at the floor price when it was like pretty rare. <laughs> And I was like, the hell's going on? It's just surging. It's just, and then from that moment onwards, it, it basically didn't stop. <laughs> well, and if you yeah. remember, there was, uh, you know, Beeple did the, uh, the one thing with the Mebits fighting the bored apes, yeah. you know, or, the, yeah, yeah. you know, they were like in combat with one another, you know? And that to me was actually kind of a turning point because it was like, oh, now, you know, because at that point, Beeple had sold his $69 million, you know, 15,000 days or whatever yeah. that work. Yeah. And, you know, he was kind of, you know, he was the guy, he was the man. And then all of a sudden he was providing sort of this like, you know, in a lot of ways, it was kind of like a stamp of approval on because crypto punks were doing their thing and they were, you know, and obviously they're at another level. And, and there was definitely, you know. I think people had accepted, okay, those have value and that's the thing, but these other avatar projects were still kind of new, you know? And it was like, you know, is that stuff even worth paying any attention to, you know? And then when he gave it that sort of stamp of approval, that was just another kind of check mark to say, Hey, you know, these things are legit and now they're in everybody's consciousness. And then, you know, it just went, went nuts, you know? And, uh, you know, so. Yeah, no. And I think in every market too, like when a market is really odd and, 
when punks came out, sorry, when uh, apes came out, punks was, you know, they, they were the hot thing, is that I don't think anybody really understood or enough people really understood how big this market is. Yeah. And like, you didn't need to own a punk. You could now own an ape. And it wasn't a choice of either one or the other. Um, you know, you, you could literally now there was two communities open and there's, you know, there's more communities open since then. But I, I think the apes really proved that there's such a, you know, that you can even have subgroups like you have aliens now, you know, wicked craniums, you have all these little subgroups. And yeah. th that was the turning point for me. Like it wasn't just about a PFP. Um, it, it was just like, wait a minute, there's going to be PFPs for kind of whatever you're into. Right. And, and that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then there's subgroups even within like the apes, right? I mean, I said, yeah. we, we talk about that. We got Cheetah Gang, you know, Cheetah Gang, we the Gang. I got a Cheetah <laughs> Ape, you know, that's my man Safari Ferrari. Um, and, uh, you know, you've got now you've got this rare ape club. And I know, Alan, you're part of it because you've got, you know, you qualify. And uh, where, you know, you need you know, there's certain criteria, it's not necessarily based on just sort of this informal, hey, you know, we're all Cheetah Apes. So we kind of throw up the Cheetah Gang thing like in Twitter. But, you know, there's also now, you know, stuff like that, the the rare ape club, the RAC, they've got their own uh, token, right, that you've, that you've got to verify to be able to get in to participate in the discord. Um, and, uh, you know, gold apes, for example, or another group, right, and, and yeah, gold, gold ape. ape. It's uh, now it's a what? It's a million dollars. So it's effectively if you want to be part of this, this group, you now have it's a million. It's like a country club membership now. You know where it's based, and we got we got the most popular beach club here in town. You know, I point out the window because it's that way, um, and uh, you know that that keeps going up as more and more people move to this area of Florida where we are. And uh, you know, when we first moved here, it was like ten, fifteen grand. Now it's like fifty thousand dollars to join. You know, it's like it's an exclusive club, and to get the and then it's a question of well, what are the the member benefits? You know, and in some cases there is real value to being in you know these small groups. This, these discords with some of the, you know, whether they're successful, they're lucky, whatever it is, you know, you've got these groups now. And like, whereas just being able to be a part of it is there's a, there's a potential benefit to that. And people, you know, that's, yeah, there's a lot of alpha in that group, a lot of intelligent, smart people in yeah. this space that are in that group and, and not because they had tons of money it's because they had the foresight to buy the best of this and hold you know, right and, and willingness and hold. to hold on to them that's another thing so yeah and i think that's what's also really interesting it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over time because these collections of groups of people like you said it's not just oh they're 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 so wealthy and they can just buy their way in but they're in because of the fact that they are smart savvy you know yeah. understand the market understand the space so you know and speaking of space so i kind of brought it up in the beginning before we got onto the community talking a little bit about community and stuff you know State of the Union, you know, apes have, since the last time we talked, apes have continued to explode. They're cooling off a little bit right now, like as of the last day or two. But when you're talking about a floor of, you know, 15 ether now, it's still 50 Gs to get in. It's as much as a car, you know, a good car. <laughs> uh, maybe not a used car since they're pretty tough to get right now. But the, uh, you know, it, it's a real investment. So it, that I would agree with you, Shane. It's hard for when people are hitting me up now and they're like, oh, you know, now we're paying attention. We've been listening to the podcast, seeing what you're up to, follow you on Twitter. Like, 
you know, like what's up, you know? And it's like, uh, you know, I, I mean, again, I can't advise anybody to go get an ape. I do think that they're only going to continue to appreciate and value because I think that even though, and a lot of people too get turned off, I think when they first come into the space and they now see, they go to rarity tools or something like that and see that apes are just one of like a hundred projects, you know? And they're like, come on, you got apes and dogs and cats and this and that. And like, how do you even know? And it's all, it all seems like overwhelming and it's all a bunch of nonsense, you know? And, uh, but, you know, I think that it probably comes down no matter what, it's a matter of timing, you know, where it's like, you can get in on almost any of these projects or not, and you can either make money or lose money all depending on your timing, you know, when you get in, and it's so hard, I think, to figure out. And, and this is where I, you know, personally, I have a hard time being in like 50 discords at one time to figure out like what's really going on, what's happening, what's going off and what's, you know, what's a good time to get in. Some stuff you're better off not even minting and waiting till after the mint to then buy in the secondary and then see if there's going to be a push. You know, patience matters. But sometimes if you hold too long, you'd be left with a bag, you know. So what's the... Uh, so, Alan, let's talk about that for you. I mean, you spend a lot of time during the day kind of parsing through different stuff to figure out what you're going to do. Like, what's your what's your sort of general method without without giving away too much of the secret sauce? Well, what, no, what no, you- I, mean, I, I don't think there is any secret sauce. I think it depends on the project. Really. If you're if you can. Let's put it this way. If, you, if you're this advice is going to apply to three different people, right? Like if you're trying to if you're trying to just buy one or two of an edition then the gas cost at this point is often really not worth it, right? Um, but if you're trying to if you're trying to mint like the maximum you can, whether that's five, 10 or 20 or something, then yeah, I don't really care about the gas because it, it, it just, it just depends. It, it's just a math issue, right? Instead of paying 0.8 for something, you're paying point, you know, one, which yeah. really is much of a difference. Um, but it depends on the project. Like, I, I don't like to really get into projects where it's, so heavy in the beginning like i'd like to watch it get the two or three thousand sold out first and then kind of jump in um but i I, i've had more luck actually just um going after the rears right after and um what what uh, you know a lot of people are asking me what are the rears because OpenSea has a delay right so let's say if there's let's say there's ten thousand minted it's going to take OpenSea about 24 hours to actually get all that data in and kind of like signify what's rare. But all you do is just go to the highest last sale. And because people already know what the rares are, some people, and they're buying them. So if you go into a collection of you know 9,000 and there's five suits selling, then it's a pretty good assumption that a suit is one of the rarities, right? Um, but yeah, it's different with everyone. I mean, it's, it's, it's so hard to explain. Um, I think that's, yeah. And I think that's the other thing. And I think that's, you know, there's no, there's no clear standard of, Hey, here's how you do it to be successful. Right. This is an art mixed with science, you know, mixed with money where you're really having to filter out noise from people that are pumping stuff. That's just for their own benefit to where are, do you have good teams that are releasing projects? This, and this is a lot around, you know, we're talking a lot about these avatar, these generative avatar projects and things, you know, the 10,000 or 7,000 or what have you. And, you know, they're all like kind of, everyone's talking about, oh, there's utility and there's going to be this and there's going to be this in the metaverse and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, it's hard because at times you're like, okay, do I really believe that this is useful or is it, hey, let me just try to time this as a way to squeeze out a profit 
whether it's quickly or over some period of time, which ones do you want to hold on to? You know, the world of women, I think is a, is a fantastic project, you know, and that's one that, you know, I like the art a lot and, uh, you know, I bought one, I wish I bought a lot more, you know, one of the things to, sh as an example, you know, when you talk about where the value is for some of these, you know, they've got us and we didn't realize this until it was too late, but you know, they have like 20 of them. There are 19 of the world of women where if they have the right matching earrings and necklace, they're part of a different, like a club within the, the, the project or, you know, where you actually get a percentage of the, uh, the recurring, the, the revenue from the sales. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so once uh, Drew and I, you know, kind of figured that out, we're like, yo, we should try to get one of these because, you know, as they continue to sell and move, like you really literally going to get a royalty check and that's real value. Right. There's a few other clubs. There's a curator club where you, you know, where you, you part of the, the Dow and things like that. And then there's another, there, there's one other one where you get to kind of pick, you know, a, a NFT that the, the, the Dow will buy, you know, every month or something like that. But the one that's really, 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 you know, going to get you paid is this, uh, you know, the, this revenue share one. And, uh, but there's only 19 of them. And uh, so we went and, I mean, I think we put $50,000 offers, like 15 ETH on, on each one and none of them like accepted, you know what I mean? Cause they all know now when I went there today, so I did that a few days ago, went there today, the, the, the offers are now 40 ETH on like each one, you know, cause now that people wow. get hip to it. So it's, this is, I think the, do your research, not just do your own research, but do your research. It's like the more, you know, obviously the better, because, you know, there are going to be opportunities that. And it's hard because you've got these NFT influencers, I use that term kind of loosely, but you've got folks that are in the know a little bit more than others, right? Yeah. And I think because it's this wild west, unregulated sort of situation, you know, you do have, you know, where, you know, folks are kind of involved, like when people see certain people go in, they all go, Gary V buys into something, all of a sudden there's like a wave of people that are going to do that, right? And so... I don't want to say it's insider info and things like that, but there is a lot of sort of this inefficiency and not equal like playing field with information. So, you know, where you get your information matters, how you get your information. And again, I keep coming back to it. Timing is everything. So. Yeah. So, so let me just say one thing. I, so I, I think there is, I think there is a lot of in, in, uh, inequal information like that. And it's like this in any industry, right? Mm -hmm. There's certain people that know more than others. But this industry is also probably one of the most transparent I've seen too. Mm -hmm. So, um, Shane, I'm not sure if you said this before or after we started recording, but there was, uh, you know, there's one project you really liked, but you didn't put it on Twitter, right? And I, 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 I love that kind of stuff because um, I, I think one of the hardest questions, I, I had two people email me yesterday about, you know, I, and, and both of them actually said literally the same thing. Like I have $10,000 to invest in NFTs what should I do? I don't, I, my, I have no answer for that, except just, you know, research, do your own work and kind of make your own decisions. Yeah. I only tell them what not to do. Like just don't randomly <laughs> buy mint minted drops. Cause it's an easy way to lose everything. Just, yeah, like, no, I don't, I don't even tell them that. Cause uh, you know, it, you know, it's just, yeah, you ever be in an uncomfortable position or sorry, you never want to be in an uncomfortable position where you have to say no. And I never want to be in an uncomfortable position where I'm actually getting blamed or tweeted yeah. at for um, telling somebody the wrong decision, except W.WS domains. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, no, and I think that's a fair point. I mean, you know, 
I, cause again, I was saying the same thing. Like, you know, people they're asking like, Hey, how do you know, where, where, do, where do I get in? What do I do? You know? And it's like, you know, that's not what we're, we're not really telling people to do anything, you know, other than just, like you said, do your research, pay attention. You know, I mean, a lot of this is this, like you get this, I think you make a good point to, to what I was saying about how you do sort of have this sort of, you know, folks have this inside track and, you know, kind of there, there are cliques of people who seem to be more in the know than others, but largely because they're also in these discords, they're, you know, they're on Twitter, they're, they, they're following the right people, they've been through it. It's like in domaining where, you know, you've got to make mistakes to learn to know what a good domain is and how you're going to go and actually sell it or monetize it. You know, in some cases, you have to fail to learn, right? You learn by doing, you learn by failing. Um, you know, not everything is just going to be success. I mean, there's nothing in the world that's just success and on top of success. And I think from the transparency piece, the fact that everything's recorded on the blockchain, right, I think creates a really interesting aspect of it too, because all the, you know, most of the activity, a lot of the activity for, for this stuff is also, you can, it's visible and you can see it. So, you know, if you're technical and you can understand some of you actually don't even have to be that technical. You can go into somebody's open C account and kind of see everything they got going on with respect to certain stuff. So I think that's also an interesting point too, which is, you know, yes, the people that are kind of in there seen, you know, in the know or in the know, but you know, it's not like they're, you know, it's more transparent than domain names. I, I bought a, a dot or I registered a dot uh, ETH domain yesterday and uh, game seven dot ETH. If anybody wants to send me stuff, you know, but um, the, <laughs> But what was so cool about it was when I grabbed it, I mean, it was like a, you know, it was, it was, it was a quick process, like kind of registering a domain name, but changing the registrant. Cause then I kind of tinkered with some of the stuff. I changed the registrant. I changed the controller. I changed, you know, I did the reverse, uh, you know, the reverse yeah. match or whatever, like, so that, you know, so that actually would become the, you know, the wallet ID and everything. And, uh, it was pretty seamless, you know, which I thought was pretty cool. And, you know, you compare that to some of the stuff now, like, you know, managing a domain name. And, you know, if you make a change to a registrant change at a registrar, well, then, you know, good luck trying to get that thing transferred out if you sell it anytime in the next 60 days. Right. Whereas, you know, with this, it was like, bop, 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 real quick. You know, I had to pay for some, you know, you had to pay gas now though. So all of a sudden now you're paying $4 to change the, you know, so it's an interesting model. It's like, 40. You know, well, yeah. And, and that's a whole nother thing for the folks who don't know. I mean, gas are the fees that you pay to basically have the miners who are effectively you know, doing the work to record the transactions in the blockchain to get them to do the work. They've got to get paid. They get paid through these transaction fees referred to as gas and uh, ether is up. And after this fork or whatever, whatever they had that just recently happened, they thought gas was going to go down. It doesn't seem like that was the case. So you know, gas, gas is really is, high. Gas is insane right now. Yeah, Just yeah like gas insane. seems to have gone up. Yeah. So, you know, but I think that's an interesting aspect. And for me, from a domain standpoint, you know, I think it, it's an interesting model, right? It's like, okay, cool. There's, you know, I have more control and less restriction. But at the same time now, and this is also, let's not even get into the functionality and whether or not I can actually put a website on it. But, you know, the... Um, but now it's costing me money to make some of these changes and do some of those things. So, you know, the perfect situation is to have sort of a blockchain registrar that, you know, you don't have to pay gas to change, you know, your information. Right. So, um, or I wouldn't say perfect, but you know, I think a better, better situation. Speaking of domain, Shane registered a pretty cool domain that falls into this, uh, which is what, what was it, Shane? It's probably nothing.com. <laughs> it's <laughs> probably Maybe that that's going to be the title of the show. It's probably nothing. 
And yeah. uh, so for those who don't know, the, the, the term, you know, gets thrown around a lot in crypto and in the NFT space when, you know, something big happens that seems, whether it's not watershed moment or not, but something where it's like a big deal, like all of a sudden somebody comes in and invests, you know, $50 million, you know, in, into a project or, you know, into crypto. And it's like, well, but it's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. Like, it's obviously <laughs> yeah. a sarcastic way of saying this is something. And, uh, and I, I see it now. It. I probably see it 50 times a day. And, and, you know, you get, we get all these uh, domain investors and I won't go on a, on a tangent too much, but, you know, I heard the term beanie babies like 12 times today from, oh, yeah. from people and all this stuff. But, but when it comes down to it, it's, it's opportunity and there is real opportunity and that's all we're taking advantage of. And it's already going to make me money. You know, I don't know if I'll sell this or not, but I got a cool domain name. That's what we do for a living is sell domain names. And after all this, what do I come out with? I get a pretty, I thought that was a pretty good domain name out of this Love thing. It. Yeah, it cost me a thousand dollars. I mean, it literally was a buy it now after Nick quick purchase through GoDaddy thousand bucks. That's not even half an ETH. It's a quarter ETH. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially I now. Paid, I, pay, I pay, yeah, no, like 0.33 ETH. I've paid 0.33 ETH for the worst art junk I've ever seen. So yeah. it's, it's all relative, but what, but what it comes down to is all roads lead to domains, the utility. We're, we're not worried about utility. Like when we're talking about this stuff, it is art. That's currency. It's just another level of something new that we don't know exactly where we're going with it. It's evolving so quickly, but to dismiss it is even more naive than buying a bunch of shit because we have a chance to make it back later but dismissing it means you're going nowhere and yeah. it, uh, you're not going to lose any money, but you know, the old Michael Jordan shot, if you don't take the shot, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll you, know, know. You, know you know, what's funny. I, I just noticed this is that, um, you know, four, four of us are doing pretty well in these NFTs, but we never start. Like, like, we were in the domain name industry, but you know, I got, I, I moved over to NFTs and, and did some stuff. Shane, you did some stuff. And then I, I think you said earlier that you talked to Shane about the apes but like none of us, this wasn't a coordinated leap yeah. into NFTs. We all like kind of individually fell into it, just like we did in domains years ago. Yeah, that's a fair and point. Now, and, and now we're coming together and saying, you know, there's something here, guys. And, and we're smiling a lot more. I, I mean, know. We talked before, <laughs> but now I, I think, I mean, 200 texts a day. I was trying to find a text that one of you sent, like when we first started texting. Oh, forget it. I had to scroll like 4,000 refreshes deep and I wasn't even out of August yet. It's absolutely ridiculous yeah. how much we talk about this stuff and how much time, but man, are we having a good time doing it? I mean, that's, yeah. if, even if you spend $5,000, I can guarantee you haven't spent a vacation or bought anything for $5,000. That's anywhere near as much fun as we've had over the last yeah three months. Yep. So, well, and I think know. we're lucky that we've got, you know, that we're like-minded, you know, domain names are under the umbrella of digital assets. Right. And so it was crypto and NFTs. I say it all the time. That's not sort of the thing that, you know, brings it all back and all roads lead to domains. It's all under the same umbrella and we're all successful in domains, but I think, and you know, and that kind of leads to sort of a willingness and easy sort of segue into crypto and NFTs. And, 
you know, I think if you're intellectually curious and, you know, and so there's a reason that, you know, folks are successful in multiple areas and things. But I think, Alan, that's I think it's a great, great point. Right. It's not like this was some coordinated. Hey, guys, who wants to get involved in this NFT stuff with us kind of thing? It was like everyone sort of found their way into the room, you know, and it's like, oh, cool. Like, look what's going on here. And then, you know, naturally like minded people will, you know, further coalesce. And, uh, you know, but without a doubt, I think and it, it is the kind of thing, too, where I and I've seen this in crypto, saw it in domains, see it in NFTs where it's like, just get involved. Like, I, I mean, I guess that's my thing. I'm not necessarily telling anybody what to do specifically, but it's like, pay, I'd, I'd suggest paying attention. If, if anyone you know, wants advice, like, hey, how should I get in? I just say, you know, just start paying attention, you know, kind of yeah. figure some things out. Like specific questions can be answered, you know. But it's not as easy as just saying, hey, what would you know, if I was starting today for the first time, I'd probably go on Twitter and start following some of these folks and then start jumping in some of these discords and go on to rarity tools and go on to OpenSea and just, you know, kind of feel it out. Just sort of see what's up and see what art and what projects are interesting to you, because that was the other thing for me. And I, and I say this a lot. I didn't get into the apes because I said, hey, I'm going to invest this couple thousand dollars because I want to make money. I was like. This ape stuff seems super cool to me. The art is really cool and interesting. I love kind of the ethos around it. The the yacht, the board ape yacht club. There's you know this intersection of just kind of cool stuff and the people that are doing this. It's kind of neat and the avatars look kind of cool and like the NFT space is bubbling and it's a offshoot of crypto. I mean, this was all sort of my thought process, you know. And then as I saw more and more people kind of talking about it and, you know, the Beeple thing and, and some of that stuff. And now we just saw an article today on Yahoo Finance talking about the Board Ape Yacht Club setting records for recent sales, you know, and uh, crazy that one of the sales was James Booth's big, or well, Andy and James, you know, their big say, uh, purchase that they just made of the gold ape with the uh, laser eyes, right? I mean, and it's like, that's like national I, news. Like, what I, is going on? I, I, love, I love that purchase for so many reasons. But for most importantly, I, I have a message from Rob and I think James. I'm not sure. I know Rob. Um, and it was like a debate on Facebook about how, well, how JPEGs are worthless. And he, has, he, he sees no value in this stuff. Only to two months later, like, we just spent a million bucks. <laughs> Ape in really hard. I mean, we made, you know, like, we made it. it. We made it, y'all. And, uh, you know, but that's so, and then some people would say, all right, well, are we jumping the shark? Like, are we at the top? You know, it's all this the top. I mean, the one thing I'll tell you, which I think is wild, too, about these things is because everything is moving so fast, it, it does seem like, you know, having a little bit of patience could be a really good thing. You know, just chill out. Like, I'm kind of like Josh at times. We call Josh Super Ball because he's like always bouncing and got to be like, you know, on it. But um, how many times have I told you that in a text? Just let it go. Just don't sell it. But I mean, yeah. I'm trying to sell like my I have my military theme match and I keep kind of creeping it down and down. I'm getting to a point I'm just going to delist it because I know better. I know like if I just wait, I'll sell it for what I want to sell it for. You know, yeah. for a minute, I was like, yeah, if I can make 10 ETH and I think ETH is going to continue to go up, then it's like, you know, there's there's probably there's value there. And when we were kind of at this most recent sort of crest and now we've kind of settled, but it's going to continue. Like the apes aren't going to go anywhere, at least anytime soon. And I just think, you know, we're at a point where, you know, but it's hard to say, Hey, the, you know, prices are down. Go ahead. Like to your point before Shane, it's like, go ahead, jump in. If you got 40 K now's the time. Cause it's still like, I don't know. I mean, they, they could go down as, I mean, they're never going to go down to zero. It's the kind of thing. Like, look, if the apes go down to zero, they won't be zero because I literally own 10,000 apes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, you so. can, you, I can promise, I can make this promise on my grave. I shouldn't say that because I don't want to die over it. 
but I'm not going <laughs> to lose money on my purchase for 0.58 on no, my it's, monthly. You're, you're in such a spot to be like. There's no way. I got 0. 0.58, 0. 0.98, and 1.98. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm not going to lose. It's It could crash, and there's still going to be somebody willing to pay that. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I don't even know what the actual bottom could be. I don't know how you get to like, you know, I mean, I think that if it, maybe if there's some sort of regulatory thing or something, I mean, really like just if we were really having that conversation, like what's the actual true full downside? I mean, again, you get to a certain point where, you know, somebody will literally just buy all the apes and then they'll just turn the apes into their own brand and then they'll literally own the whole yacht club and just. And, and speaking of which, I'm going to announce what I've got going on. So I've got, uh, and maybe I, I told, I don't know if I've said it publicly or not. So I got this white honey. So beehouse.com yeah. and we have hundreds of highs, but every once in a while, one of the highs will get pure white honey. Clear looks like water, but doesn't get any color. And so I only got a couple frames of it. So I got 25 bottles of white honey and I got labels that it says Colonel White and Furs White Honey. So I took my white eight, yeah, did a fact, label. Yeah. I was going to say, then, Shane, uh, if you move over to your right, you can see oh, Colonel yeah. White and Fur in the back, you know? So that's Yeah. Him. So he's, we got labels. I got the bottles. I've dipped them in a, in a, um, like a wax, a golden wax, like a, uh, what, you know, the, bourbon bottles that have the yeah, wax yeah, yeah. like over. maker's mark yeah maker's mark so i got that and then i got um i don't i haven't i don't think i have a final but he's been working on uh, joe ruiz has this colonel white and fur sitting on the porch and the bees are putting honey in his coffee as he's sitting on a rocking chair <laughs> so the oldest, got ape. the oldest ape so i got 25 bottles 25 nfts and i'm selling it for 0.2 eth per bottle and it's oh. going to be a limited edition Love and it. the bottles go out to whoever owns the NFT on September. Well, it might be October 1st now, gets the actual physical bottle. All right. Yeah, I love so, it, man. I mean, well, and Colonel, that, he's earning money already. He's, yeah, he's well, that's what agent. it is. And I think that, you know, the apes will, as they continue to sort of, you know, there was because actually since the last time we talked about it on the show, there was a new, an article in the New Yorker that talked about the, you know, sort of the board ape yeah. phenomena. You know, like I said, there was an article today in Yahoo Finance, um, you know, talking about it. And I think, and when you see the folks that are aping in, that are coming into the space now. So I think, you know, one, one part of this most recent wave is you do have a lot of these big time successful crypto folks who initially were kind of like, you know, on the sidelines and then decided to jump in. So it's like, you know, anybody that was sort of holding out, you know, they're all coming in, but now you've got Von Miller, who is like, you know, Super Bowl MVP for the Denver Broncos, just bought an ape. And actually, if you look at his portfolio, He's got two apes. He's got alphabetes. I think he's got a couple world of women and all like pretty good stuff. And you know, you got folks like Des Bryant, the you know wide receiver for the Cowboys, talking a lot. You know, I mean, he's he's extremely active now in the space. I mean, actually, we talk about the Broncos. Brandon Stokely, who's a retired player, uh, Brandon McManus, who's their kicker. You know, and uh, a couple other folks too. I mean, are all like. And as this starts to happen, and it becomes a bigger sort of broader, uh, you know, awareness of this stuff. It's just like. You know, I mean, but I think it's interesting to see how much of that then bleeds into other projects. Do other projects become, you know, uh, you know, as successful? You know, I think some will, will, well, will have success. I think what we'll see in this sort of next phase will probably be really based on, you know, founders and the utility and some of that kind of stuff and who have the good teams. I mean, that's where it's important to understand who, who it is that's releasing some of this stuff. And, you know, but some of it, you know, this Penguins project that just came out. You know, you've got the Wall Street bets folks from TikTok, like 
pumping that up. And it's like, yeah. you, know, you know, I mean, Josh, you think everyone's going to be left holding a bag, right? And I, I just don't, I just don't see it. <laughs> I mean, I just don't see it. They've got, they've got more volume in the, they've got more seven day volume than the board eight yacht club. Yeah. So more it is seven day volume in the board eight by a lot. So board eight yacht club. And, and by the way, Andy and James bought that, that, that eight for 400 ETH recently. So, yeah. um, Board Eight Yacht Club has almost uh, almost ten thousand Ethereum in the last seven in the last seven days. Pudgy Penguins has got almost fifteen thousand. Yeah, that's so, crazy. That's so not going to end well. There's no way that that that's uh, when people talk about us being pump and dump. We're about to show you our first project that gets pretty ugly. I think towards the end because who I mean, <sighs> I just don't honestly, get it. the floor no, the floor is three. It was one point five yesterday. The floor is three. On pudgy penguins. I mean, no. what is going on? I mean, it no. took, first, firstly, firstly, it took Board Eight Yacht Club a long time to get to a three Ethereum floor. Yeah. Well, pudgy penguins have been around crazy. for a took, week. And it took, you know, crypto punks even longer, right? And yeah. then, yeah. you know, and then it took the Board Eight Yacht Club, I, you know, and I don't think the penguins are it either. I, I don't have any penguins. I don't own penguins. And, you know, I, I do like penguins, the animal. You know, I think they're cute. <laughs> well, and, the other uh, problem is Cole, <laughs> the person that's the face of it. I'm, he's only 20, so I'm sure he's not a bad kid, but he's had a bad track record with, th- you know, he did the, the fucking pickles thing. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when he said he was going to pull the rug on everybody and he did. And then he moves on. He, he just he's, so, is not going to end well. So pulling the rug. Right. So this is now also like a thing, you know, where it's scams and, and that kind of stuff. Like this is also another be careful. Right. Because here's the thing. You're moving at 100 miles an hour. So let's talk about this for a second, because I think this is good words of wisdom for people. Um, things are moving at 100 miles an hour. The other day, Alan was like, yo, check out this troll stuff. Right. So I was I saw it on my phone. I went to my computer to open C. I pulled up what looked like the same. It literally, it was the same images but it was a different name, right? The one was the fucking trolls. The other one was the fucking trolls V4 or something, right? So I was like, so I ended up buying two trolls that turned out to be complete, like not even part of the project, you know? And then, you know, it's like, there's, you know, and then they get shut off and you, you even lose those NFTs. And it's like, you know, but there's not a lot of recourse for that kind of thing. There, Your Ethereum is gone, right? And you could go try and chase it down. It wasn't a lot of money, so it wasn't a huge, huge deal. But you know, I think it does kind of show, you know, you're trying to, because these minutes But it was happening. a lot of money. If somebody charged you that extra amount on your food, when you went to Applebee's, oh, yeah. you would start yeah, yeah. throwing bottles against the wall. Oh yeah. yeah. We would have seen check you on out. page six. Check, check, check this out real quick. So like, there's something so weird about these pudgy penguins. I mean, the bots, the bots are bidding higher than the floor price of the, of buy it now penguins. So like I said, the floor was 2.99. The 2.991 sold. The next one is three. It's go buy it now with three Ethereum. And the top bid from a bot is 3.115. <laughs> yeah, and well, that's, an, like, that's another thing, what too. Is, what yeah. is going on? It just it just a second sold, by the way. So now the floor is 3.1. And <laughs> and and so again, it's got a, it's got a buy it now price of 3.1. The top bot bid is 3.17. What? Yeah. And I don't know what is going on. (laughs) So are the bots moving? So the bots are moving faster than the, uh, than the actual floor. The bots are moving faster than the floor. I've never seen that before. 
Yeah. And that's what's, you know, and that's where I think it's also, you know, and I worry. There's Yanni. Bit. There's Yanni back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, if Yoni gets involved, like if he gets in, forget it, man. I'd like buy and hold because if he comes in, man, that floor is lava. You know what I mean? It is like, right. it is God. just going to like, boom, boom, boom. Like, cause once he gets busy, man, you know, he'll figure out exactly how to, you know, monetize. It'll be all things. mathematics. Yeah. Dude, yeah you, so you, you could, you, there's one penguin. I just clicked on it. For some reason it moved down to 2.75. You could buy it for 2.75 right now and then accept the bot offer for 3.11. Make, and make 0.4 Ethereum. They'll do it. Just do it right now. Easy. <laughs> and the, and the bot offer doesn't expire until I would, but I don't have, I don't have three Ethereum in this wallet right now. <laughs> That's the one thing too, is we've got hundreds of thousands of dollars in NFTs and most of us can't scrape up two Ethereum except for Alan <laughs> because we buy everything we, uh, if we see something Alan, of value. It makes no but, sense that this, this, this penguin sold for 3.79 an hour ago. Well, that tells you now, right? sell, that now selling somebody, it for 2.75. Well, I think that's where it's going to be, you know, and I worry that if you get too much of this stuff where it's like a little fast and loose and it's, you know, yeah, it's the wild west. But if you get people who've got bad intentions and anytime you've got money involved, you're going to have to worry about scammers and fraud and all that kind of stuff. You know, so when we talked before about the rug pulls, you know, there are these projects where people literally are like, hey, we got this project. People buy in and then the, the teams like disappear that are around it because they're just getting all this yeah. money at the mint. And then they said, oh, we got this roadmap because that's what you'll see a lot of times, too, with these different, uh, you know, the, the teams, the leadership for these these projects. They're like, oh, we've got this really great roadmap. We're going to unveil all this cool stuff, all this utility. And then after the mint and they get their cash, they basically disappear. And it's like, yeah, that just didn't work out. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, and how much of it was, you know, life gets in the way versus they really never had a roadmap to begin with. And, you know, therefore they were just trying to squeeze whatever they could off of the, you know, getting, getting the project out the door, which is why I think it's important to look and see who, you know, having adults in the room is important, seeing who the actual founders are for these things. But some of this stuff you just won't explain. I mean, it's hard because it's like trying to judge like what art is going to be popular based on, you know, different things. Like some of this is, is more art than science. And sure. because of that, you just don't know. And, and, but the idea that you've got like funny, weird, goofy stuff happening around bots and accounts. And in some cases, when people mint, it's like, are, is everyone getting an opportunity to mint at the same time? Is it that, you know, some stuff's being held back and the good stuff's being given to people that are part of the team? Like, you know, I think there's a lot of that kind of stuff that over time, hopefully we'll get a bit more kind of cleaned up. But at the same time, it's also the market's going to dictate a lot of how that happens. So um, and the well, more, yeah, more people no. that get in, I'll go ahead down. Yeah, no, and getting back to your point earlier about transparency, like, I think there is a lot of information that, you know, like any project, there's going to be people involved that know more than somebody else. Yep. But, um, you like, if, if you want to get in this business, you need, you really need to learn um, and get involved in Discord and stuff. I mean, that, that, that there's so many times in Discord or, you know, that metadata is leaked or something like that. Like, the, the advantages are actually given to you many times yeah but it's it's the people that are just like you know they have ten thousand dollars or 500 bucks or whatever and you know all they're doing is refreshing open sea like if you don't get engaged in the community and that's that means like getting into discord and twitter and stuff like that then you can't really ask anybody to give you advice I mean, like, yeah, yeah. No, and I think that's a great point. And I think that goes back to sort of how we open this, uh, you know, the show talking about the community and what that means and, you know, where some of that like, you know, and having an idea of who's who, what's what, 
the fact that we're everybody is, you know is behind avatars is also adds another element of you know the whole sort of point of a lot of these is to have this sort of pseudonymous kind of you know sort of stuff but yet that leads to some additional challenges but some of these uh you know some of these things gutter cats are doing a, a in-person thing in vegas right in I saw that, yeah. and uh i have a gutter cat i actually got a gutter cat and a gutter rat you know and uh they have Let's a go. neat thing they have a neat thing they're doing around uh, their merch drop so if you've got a cat and a rat <laughs> and a hat and a bat um dr seuss in the house but if you have a cat and a rat like you actually they they're doing their merch drop where you're able to mint basically it's a, you're minting an order for stuff and then you can either fulfill it and then they'll ship it or you can keep it as the like the nft like the order itself is an nft that you can almost like like as if you have like a pack that you never open you know what i mean and yeah. uh so there's really some interesting, unique, cool nuances around some of this stuff. And that's where if you've got teams and people that are really, you know, sort of in it for the, I don't say in it for the community, because look, uh, everybody's in it to try to make money. But the, um, but if you've got folks that are, know what they're doing, you know, that are clever and smart and, you know, and are, and, and are doing some of this stuff as a way to try to, you know, grow what they're doing and boost it in a way that's to everybody's benefit. That really is that. And that's where having the right founders and stuff with the projects makes sense. And, but it's also hard because I don't know who any of these people are, you know what I mean? And maybe over time, you'll start to know a few more and some good, some bad. You mentioned the kid who, you know, has a bad reputation and that sucks for him. And at 20 years old, it's crazy that he's been involved in as much stuff as he has to even have a reputation, which is kind of wild. But, you know, you think back to, you know, in the, in the domain space, you know, there were when, uh, you know, back in the day, you know, you had Yoni and those guys run around and Merlin, I mean, yeah, they were Merlin. so young and, you know, had a ton of success, although, you know, they didn't have the, you know, they're not the situation like we're talking about with the dude here in the NFTs who, you know, is creating a bit of a, you know, issue for himself and just some of that stuff. So I don't know, man. I mean, I think that's also, uh, but yeah, so, you know, it's not a, Hey, let me just dabble, you know, and, and, and we have to be careful. I, I can say personally for myself and our businesses that, you know, our business is still domains, right? So we're not an NFT business. We are involved in NFTs. We're having a blast doing it. Spent a lot of time talking about it, but you know, our focus is domains and that's what we spend our time on. We have to be careful not to have that overload of distractions, which is actually why I don't spend a ton of time in the discords, which is also why I'm not invested in, you know, 20 different projects. You know, I have a handful of NFTs and I've had success with board apes. I really like the board apes. You know, that's kind of sort of for me where I've kind of put my chips, you know, and, uh, you know, but I haven't, you know, I didn't buy alphabeties and I didn't buy penguins and I didn't buy, you know, even world of women. I came in way late and stuff because I was just, you know, it's hard oh, to be up on top of all that oh stuff. Gosh, if you don't, don't have the time. You care about kids. You don't care about kids. <laughs> hey, I support the alphabeties for their main purpose. And, yeah, mine uh, was I'm, never to make money in the first place. It just seemed like a cool children's book thing to go on. And evidently everybody else felt that, but you're right. It's, I, I, I came in purely for the money in that project because there, that story has been told a thousand times in this industry. <laughs> yeah, just but it turned out to be some Russian thirty-seven-year-old uh, that was behind exactly. It. Wait, which it one? Like, Not Alphabetes. No, but just in general, you know, you don't know. Everybody's doing for a good cause or saying, oh, yeah. you know, but but then you get like you know the board a yacht club is donated serious cash. I mean, we're probably yeah. talking a half a million dollars now to animal projects. That's yeah. half a million dollars that was not given until this happened. I so feel no comfortable. Ma no matter based. what happens. I think it's, I think it's 800, 800 K. 800 K. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable feeling like what I know about the team that, you know, put together the board API club, everything that they've done to date, 
the way that they've executed on their roadmap, all that kind of stuff. They, in my opinion, it, they're as good as it gets in the space. There is no question about it. So, you know, and, uh, you know, the fact that they've, you know, they, even when they released the Board Ape Kennel Club with the dogs that came along with the, you know, the apes, the idea was they wanted to spur, you know, secondary sales because they take a percentage of all the secondary sales and they donate them to no kill shelters. You know what I mean? So, and I do think it's interesting when, you know, that's another thing about the projects too. So we had the, you, you referenced the Russian thing. So you had the fame lady squad or the, you know, which were these female avatars. And I felt this, here's the thing. I bought two of them, right? Cause I felt like I bought the story. I was like, you know what? Board Ape Yacht Club is pretty male dominant. You know what I mean? Coming from a domain world, it's also very male dominant. Uh, the Fame Lady Squad, which is a female-based avatar project, at least that's what everybody thought. They said, hey, it's these three, three, three women that were, you know, creating this, uh, you know, this project to, you know, promote females and stuff. And I thought, you know what? This is, I could see, you know, all sorts of like, you know, kind of cool positive stuff coming from this. And, uh, but then it turned out that it wasn't women that created the thing at all. Instead, it was like three random Russian dudes. I don't even know if it's three of them, but it was a bunch of Russian dudes who happened to release a bunch of other NFT projects as well, which then, so then the bottom completely fell out of the fame ladies. I mean, it was already kind of dead to begin with, you know, and you talk about rug pool, you know, they talked initially, I guess, about the roadmap and all this, but then they weren't executing on any of it. And then you had some people that were trying to push and promote. And then it turned out some people were paid to do that, which is another thing that happens, you know, but you have to assume like, you know, that's sort of, you know, what it is. Everything's not going to be perfect transparency to kind of Alan's point, everybody's point earlier. But um, so anyway, but then what happened was the, uh, the, because of the uproar, the dudes that were like, the, you know, had this project to try to save some face, they basically donated the whole thing to uh, like a, like a group of females in the NFT space to shepherd it going forward. And then that actually led to some of the prices and like, you know, the market bumping back up again for them. And, uh, so it's this crazy rug pull, you know, situation that led to a pseudo happy ending that now the thing still, you know, will actually probably have a little bit of legs. And, uh, and all this happened. I mean, it feels like this was forever ago. This was like two days ago. This was literally 48 hours ago. And this story feels like, oh, that shit from back in the day. Remember when that happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's oh crazy. my God. It is so true. Yeah. <laughs> Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. But what else? Anything uh, you know that we didn't cover? Let's talk or... about what we like. We got to talk what about we, who. What, oh, is, yeah, what yeah. is minting? Let's let's talk about what's minting. Sure. So go ahead, Josh. I don't. I already know. I'm just looking. I saw. I I see that Rarity Tools has an upcoming uh, mint now, which is useful because. Oh, that's really, really cool. Yeah, because I think it's important to try to be able to follow along. Like I'm, I'm with you. So when you're trying to figure out what's coming, what projects are coming out. Um, so, okay, well, and it's, it's tough because if this, this is going to air early next week. And then, uh, so what will, uh, so let's talk about what's coming up and will anything be coming up post, um, 
Let's see. So if you go to rarity.tools for the folks who don't know, that's a big, really important site. You have to have to be on that site if you really, you know, for, for a good bit of info, which is rarity, R-A-R-I-T-Y dot tools. Um, so any of these things, I see mini mints, <laughs> cicadas. <laughs> the, the, featured, the featured one is the featured one is apes of space. Apes of space. So that's coming Friday the 13th. Is that today? Yeah, oh, yeah. Today. So we're recording this on Friday the 13th. Um, and uh, so you're going to go, you're going to mint any apes of space? Anybody getting apes of space? <laughs> no. Like it's just Alan? a gamble. No, no, I'm not. I don't see anything on this page. You don't see anything on there? No, no. He's saying he doesn't see anything. <clears throat> I don't see anything. I like, I really like, uh, I really like Graycraft. Mm, okay yeah, I'll buy that um, oh when are they coming out uh i'm not sure when the release date is but it's relatively soon is that the spaceship one is that yeah that's the one uh yeah that's the yeah. spaceship one. is oh, it they a got... second like a second oh, you know, or something so so yeah we're gonna be late on this one uh but on saturday cybercons is coming out that's gonna be awesome which one's cybercons I'll email you. Oh, right, Cyber Kong. Cyber yeah, Kong. So Cyber Kong's yeah, those look cool. Those are all right because they're fully integrated into Sandbox. And that's yeah. so Cyber Kong. So it's C Y B E R K O N G Z, Cyber Kongs. They got their website. That's another thing, too. You know what I mean? It's so funny. Like coming from the domain space, you know, we would typically be pretty dialed in, like what's actually happening at their, on their main domain. And uh, like on the world of women, like that's where they had all that club information. I didn't see any of that stuff. I popped into the discord Discord's hard for me to follow sometimes because especially if you get thousands of members, they're talking about so much stuff. So then you got to find the right channel to get the right info. But some of that just comes with knowing who, what's up. Like, if you know, like, it's like, it's like the definition of porn under the, uh, you know, Supreme court. It's like, you know, you know, when you see it, right. It's like, you kind of have to, be in and you know sort of understand the rhythm of some of these conversations and the way that some of this information comes out to know parse what matters what doesn't because you can't invest in everything you come in and try to buy up a bunch of random stuff like you're going to get wrecked so the key is to really you know Hmm. how do you how do you uh you know sort of parse through it Uh, here's one that i really like that that will be coming out after this show airs i believe is that the on one force I love this so much. Yeah. yeah I love yeah. I love everything about this one. Yeah, this is this this one I'm definitely gonna try to grab something. And that's uh on one force. So it's uh oh it's zero and one force. Zero and one force. And it's um hand drawn style avatar NFT stuff. There's about seven, 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 you know, so it's just shy of eight thousand. And uh just some of the folks involved in that, there's gonna be some kind of a game involved and some different things. So you know, D D Y O R do your own research, but I like that one a lot. Um, and it looks like that is going to go on sale on Thursday, the 19th. So that's a, that's next Thursday. So if we can get the show out by Wednesday, then, you know, folks can hear that ahead of time and maybe check it out. But I like that one a lot. Um, what, what, what's up with Cybercons down? Cause they've been trading for a long time, right? They were one of the first, uh, first projects around like this year. Um, yeah, they just have this amazing community. Like, so basically, as punks and and apes kind of like you know really took the forefront the last couple of months, Cybercons has been somewhat quiet. Um, I, I I bought I don't know probably four or five in the beginning, and but uh, but over the month over the last few months, they introduced breeding. They introduced their own token. 
um, their, their token gives you 10 banana a day. <clears throat> Excuse me, 10, uh, 10 token, the, the token name is banana. But I think it's like seven or eight bucks now, like a token. So, you know, you're talking $2,000 a month in, in, in just the token value. Mm. Um, they introduced breeding there. I, I sold one three months ago. I, it was actually the first avatar I used. In the, you know, I, I switched from my real life picture to uh, my avatar. And I used it for about a month. Um, and then I was just cleaning up my wallet. I, I bought a punk or something. And um, I, I, anyway, like it was, it was that period a few months ago and everything was down. So I, I sold it for like one ETH uh, only because I didn't really dig into the community. And um, I don't know, I, I just, it was one of those things. And yeah, I looked at it like last two weeks ago and it was like 10 or 15 ETH. Now it's almost 20 ETH. Uh, so all life. these, all these, all these CyberCon that I'm seeing right now that are like 1.5, they're all the new, newly bred ones. Exactly. Yeah, you got to, you got to sort by Genesis. I think it's the very last section. It says uh, type, and it says Genesis. And there's, and the thing is, there's only one thousand of them, right? So you, you you have a community which is almost as strong as Bored Apes. And, and I'm not sure in terms of members, but in terms of like just passion. Um, they're already executing on their, on their roadmap. They already have two or three things already done. Um, so what's coming out? So what's coming out on Sunday the 15th that they've got this, like, why are they, if they're already out and about, why are they on the list? Uh, it's another extension of what they're doing. I, I got to look at it. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I think oh, just... no, yeah. okay. So what this is, as far as I understand is that, um, so I, I, I've been told, I'm not sure if this is public or not, but I, I've been told if you own a, if you own a Genesis Cybercon, you're going to get one of these free. Okay. Um, and 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 so this is their play into just 3D kind of. Uh, yep. And that's Cybercon, like you said, like they're you know so. they become a character in the sandbox game or sandbox metaverse. And uh, yeah, this one's interesting. I mean, that's what's crazy though, because you look at this list and there's, I mean, there's dozens on here, and to try to parse through and figure out like, and some of these look like. I don't even know, man. It's like, um, there's one, it's nuggets, like chicken nuggets. <laughs> you know what? I'm like, what? You know? there's, there's no way to tell unless you're actually involved in the communities. And because yeah. okay, even Twitter, I mean, like you, you have to go a little further too. I mean, like it, it depends on your feed. It depends on who you follow. Like I, I follow, you know, you, Josh, Shane, a bunch, of, a bunch of other people. So I know the information that is coming is, you know, pretty good. Right. Yeah. But if you start following like a lot of shillers and all that stuff, your Twitter algorithm is going to be like, just buy this, buy this, buy this. Yeah, that's a fair point. You know, I think that's, that's without a doubt. And, um, you know, yeah, derpy burbs, which is generative hand-drawn bird NFTs. They come out tomorrow, the derpy burbs. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's a good point. And that's how like, you know, the, there's just a, there's so much stuff and you know i think it also comes down we say this actually we say this related to domains all the time you know what's your ultimate goal like how are you know what's your plan what's your risk tolerance what's your time horizon right i mean if if you're getting into nfts it almost has to be a combination of truly enjoying some of this stuff as well as investing and from an investment standpoint it's like okay you know you just got to kind of break it down it's really where, where do you think you you know how quickly are you trying to make how much money and and some of that some of these look like like i don't know the space punks club to me looks like trash 
No offense, but it's I don't like, like anything to do with punks. I mean, I feel like it's just uh, it's wicked almost like Bone Club. It's almost yeah, yeah, Wicked Bone Ape Club. That's horrible. <laughs> I mean, it looks like, horrible. Are they? I mean, well, it's like they're just and some of these they're literally taking the same traits and and this kind of stuff. I just. I don't, I can't tell who's affiliated with who, but yeah, you're right. I mean, you just like, you got to just spend the time and uh, otherwise it's like, and, and again, we're not fully committed at least for us, like in this space like this, but you know, we do learn more and we, we are checking it out like daily. So, and we're learning more on a daily basis. Yeah. The nugs NFT chicken nugget themed NFT. <laughs> you know, the it's nugs. just like the, the alt coins and the shit coins. It's just, it's exactly the same thing. It's going to, oh, the stuff going to rise to the exactly. surface. And so people are just going to, it's going to be, I won't Ponzi scheme, but, but, you know, word, but oh, and then I'll tell you something that I'm like super pumped about then. Yeah. And I'm with you. So let's focus on, there are, there are tons of these that are going to end up being that are shit coins. 90 some percent of these are going to end up being worthless at the end of the day. Um, you know, so I think I would agree, you know, you kind of pick the ones that you think have, unless you're just trying to game it from a timing standpoint, like you would the shit coins, right? Like buy them, pump them, dump them and go, you know, which is, you know, I think a pretty dangerous game to play unless you, you know, sort of are have somewhat of an inside track to get a sense of which ones will give you that opportunity. But, um, you know, uh, the meta heroes, you know, are the ones that I'm like all that I'm definitely down with, you know, like, and, uh, you want to break that down a little bit, Alan, like the whole pixel vault, um, punks comic. I mean, so if you bought a punks comic, so there was a, a comic, um, that came out punks comic, uh, issue one is issue two out yet uh no issue two is not out yet i think they said like september show of them. i'm not sure so basically if you bought the uh first comic then you had an opportunity you could either stake it or burn it right and if you burned it you got a you you got a membership in their dow is that what it is yeah so the punks comic has probably been one of the best investments it's it's one of those things like if you like, like there's controversial figures in every space, right? Beanie's, you know, he's well known to be controversial. Um, but Beanie he's also, is the leader of Pixel Vault, which are the folks that put out the comic. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just saying for the audience's benefit. Yeah, no, no, you're right. I mean, Beanie is incredibly smart. He understands this industry. And so when he put this together, he, uh, you know, the, the whole team or whatever there. So, so if you buy Punk's comic, there's a, there's a lot of different elements to it. But if you buy Punk's comic, um, you could have initially minted them for 0.2, right? Um, now, a single Punks comic is almost, I think, three. Three. I think they had a three floor yeah. today. Yeah. So the uh, so so there's been a tremendous return on that, but there's also these added benefits, and there's I, I love Punks comics for the pure reason it's there's a lot of game theory and tokenomics to it. Like if you have the for the Punks comics, if you own one of the first five thousand. Um, and there's 10,000 in total. If you win one of the first five, sorry, if you own one of the first 5,000, you automatically get the next punks edition for free, right? So, so there's that value of actually holding the punks comic. If you burn it, uh, if you burn a copy, then you get to participate in, in the DAO. Um, now, there's a lot of talk about what's in the DAO, and there's some amazing pieces in that DAO, like the Lost Robbies and I think there's rumors that uh, maybe those aliens are going to be transferred over. I, I, I don't really know what those, but you know, there's still punks and everything in it. Um, now the question is like, you know, how 
you're actually going to get make money from that DAO. I don't know because there's no, you know, there's nothing that's been sold yet or distribution. But but you have a participant. You have you have that. Um, and if you burn it for your token, that token is an NFT designed by a fuck render, which um, adds some value to it. And I think that's like 2.77 ETH or something. Um, yes, it, it, it's and then then by and the really interesting thing about the the, the punks comics is that on July 15th they took a screen they took a snapshot of the holders. And if you owned one on July 15th, you were able to get a, what's called a mint pass. And that mint pass costs you 0 0.08, um, but it allows you to get a free MetaHero. Um, so in my case, I, I had, you know, I had some punks comics and I'd sold some, but I owned all of them on July 15th. Right? Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so now I have, you know, the MetaHero, to, uh, uh, Whatever they're called, there's so many words in this past. Yeah, but it's the min pass for the meta heroes. Right. I think the meta heroes are going to be really cool. There's going to be. Oh, I think they're going to be great. I mean, you know. right right now they've put, taken a point two investment and made it into at least probably a six ETH investment plus whatever the next copy is of the punks comic. Mm -hmm. If you have one under five thousand, like it's it's just and I don't know. The biggest thing I like about what they're doing is that they're not rolling shit out fast, right? I mean, they're taking their time. They're giving them people windows to burn stuff. They're um, they're adding stuff like you know, like this alien acquisition. Um, again, I don't know if that's part of the vault, but when Be Beanie spent what five hundred thousand dollars on a couple of aliens yesterday, but you know you you have to look at this from a distance, right? The last day to burn the token is today, so he's incredibly smart about doing this stuff at you know, to get great, to keep, continue to keep great, uh, uh, great engagement on the tokens. Like sure, yeah. this wasn't a spur of the moment purchase. I'm sure this was like, okay, we're going to do something big the day before the burning ends. Right. Yeah. And cause, cause it's been like that forever with him. So. Yeah. Um, and I have, I have, I did not get it before. I, I have one now though. I have a, you know, like fourth, you know, issue 4,000 or 2000 or whatever. So I'll get that second issue. And I bought a mint pass separately as well. So I spent real money, you know, yeah, to yeah. get what you would have already just gotten for free. And, uh, you know, and I'm still excited. I think there's still a ton of upside on, you know, all the, you know, that's all under the umbrella of Pixel Vault. So, yeah, yeah. no, I think that's super cool. Fuck Render is another interesting one. That's an artist, uh, you know, based, he's a Canadian Vancouver based artist who does like these crystals and, you know, and he did some where if you own one of his works, then you basically got these two new crystals for, you know, or the gas prices and all that was insane. I basically shut down open sea the one day and uh, those crystals are really cool. I got one of those, but I bought it in the secondary. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to hang on to it. And he's even telling people, he's like, go ahead and sell them. He's like, you'll see, you'll feel, you know, you're basically, I'll make you feel, you know, like uh, oh, yeah. regret it. I, I did. I did sell one. Cause I had four. So I sold one just to get yeah, yeah. the money back. But the um, yeah. Fuck Rander is actually, I, I really I truly think he's, giving a big playbook because he's one of the original OGs, right? So <clears throat> like people like X copy and, you know, uh, there's, there's many of them have minted these really, really high editions. Like they had open editions for five minutes and a thousand people purchased them. Right. Um, and I, I think you're going to see a lot of this with the OGs. I mean, because fuck render proved that now you can, you, it's not just about the art. It's, it's also about the audience. Like you, you can, 
change the whole dynamics of your collection by adding something better and burning those. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's like, I, I love the math in this industry more, almost more than the art. Yeah. Right? It's okay. just fun. Yeah. What do you think about those fuck render crystals? Are they, I mean, they took a little bit of a dip. You can still get them under two ETH. I feel yeah. like they're, I feel like that's a good, I think like that's a good buy. Did you buy some in the aftermarket, Alan, or did you mint them? No, I meant I minted four and then uh, I sold one. Oh yeah, and you sold one. But okay. the, uh, the the lobster I really love. I, I, there's a lot yeah. the lobster I really like that one. Yeah, I, I bought one in the secondary and uh you know it's uh although at the time I had no idea like rarity, you know what I mean? Like that's the other thing, like you said, it's hard to tell and until you start to understand a little bit about what, you know, as they're coming off, because during that was chaos when they were being minted and listed and all this stuff. So you could have gotten some pretty good deals if you knew what you were looking for, you know, depending. And but in some instances, you were better to be a seller than a buyer and vice versa. So it's like that's also why, you know, and it's where it gets a little crazy sometimes in those moments because you're pumping gas and you're trying to not lose yeah. your gas. And you're also trying to get this and do that and flip this. And it's like, you don't always know what the right answer or the right decision is. It's not that easy. And sometimes you have to make split decisions in a very short period of time that, you know, could lead to, but that's also why, you know, you got to be careful because what happened to me and I'll use this as a, you know, as a cautionary tale is like, I was trying to move really, really quick during that troll situation that, you know, so, you know, cause I went to buy one and it disappeared. So I'm like, Oh man, I gotta get, you know, and I ended up buying some complete bullshit, you know, it was total fraud shit. And, uh, you know, the, um, you know, so it's like, you got to balance that, like, you know, and, but you've also got to be prepared. Like, so what the, one of the first times, Alan, you put me onto mines and I was trying to, I had to wrap ETH and in the amount of time it took me to wrap ETH to put in an offer during one of those things, oh, um, God. You know, I was, I didn't even have a chance. And, but, you know, and, you know, so there's a lot, it's a lot to work through. I think Shane, you make a great point that it's a lot like shit coins and altcoins in crypto. Um, yes. and you know, so you really just, unless it's your plan to try to play that game, which could be very lucrative if you know what you're doing and can work it out. But, you know, like I said, no matter what, you got to have ETH in your wallet. You got to just know how some of this stuff works. And for a lot of folks, that's still kind of new for them. You know I mean? The first time you set up a MetaMask and connect it into your open sea and, you know, you got to work through your process and, you know, understand how these, just even the, the minor details, cause for the, you know, for not even OGs, for people who know that they know, and they've been through it people that are like new, new to the space that are just trying it for the first time. It's, uh, you know, um, anyway, so, you know, there, there's do you, guys, really do you guys, do you guys think rarity matters with things that are not, uh, you know, with, with projects like fuck crystals that are like a little bit kind of like, you can't look at a, you can't really look at the crystals and say, that's a rare crystal because they all look quite right different. i you would know, say you know what the, i mean yep yeah look the top one like that cheetah crystal is crazy right the one that's uh you know that the, the one that's the most rare because it has the most traits that's what's interesting about those the the render crystals is like it's in the reverse where like for board apes if you're for for trait some of these other things like the less traits the better and some stuff it's actually the more traits the more rare um and uh you know the uh the crystal that I got is like right in the middle. And I probably, I mean, my opinion, and I and I'll actually I'll let Alan speak more to this because this is more his world. He's more of, a, of an OG than I am. But, you know, I think it's a combination. Like if it's rare, there's, there's benefit to rarity. But I think what it looks like, 
certain people it's art right so some people like the scorpion inside the crystal some people i bought the one that had the, the ring yeah. inside it because i thought that was cool no, I think I think I think it's really important to acknowledge that you know there's different types of buyers and collectors here. Like that the PFP people are you know buying it to use and be part of a community or whatever. It, you know, it's part art, it's part use. Stuff like Fuckrender, I mean, it's there's a lot of you know true collectors in that for his art. I mean, they're not going to use it as their PFP, but they they literally like their art. Um, and yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I I think rarity is really important. Um, but it depends on the collection and it depends on the sales. I mean, it depends on how the rarities really change. Like if the rarity is just, you know, blue to white, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like how rare is that? Right. But if it's another, it's another element, it, it really comes down to collection. Um, rarity tools, you know, and that's different than just rarity overall, but I, I really pay no attention to rarity tools except more like a sorting tool, just like, yeah, it's got a good floor. It's good for picking, looking at the floor and like board apes. It tells you the floor of each trait or each combo, which is right. Yeah, that's kind of helpful for that. Yeah, but I, I think I like, agree. yeah, I would agree. I don't use it. I don't use it necessarily just to dictate buying and pricing and all that. Other than like you said, it's a very good sorting tool, and it does at least give you some sort of way to just sort and figure things out like when those yeah, renders came out like i was not in originally i don't i didn't own balance or you know any of the original stuff so you know as somebody just trying to learn about it you know i mean that in itself was an education right so when it finally popped on rarity tools at least it gave me a chance to look and see what they all looked like collectively so you know it was like oh, okay this is what these look like oh here's what some of these different ones look like because up to that point it was crazy you know they were just you know, I was like, I have no idea. Like, I think this is cool. You know what I mean? Like, and then it's like, I like it. All right, great. I'll buy it just because I like it. And then, you know, I'm not buying it because I expect that I'm going to sell it and make a million dollars, you know? So, but so was anybody watching the, uh, the autograph? Um, yeah. The draft yeah. keys. Um, that was crazy. Um, I didn't get into it, but um, there, there's drops coming all week with uh, like Tom Brady and stuff. Um, yep. Yeah. And I think that's, that's going to be, I mean, this is where, so when I did the interview with Chris Jenkins, a big uh, part of, you know, of what we talked about was, you know, how to leverage the uh, you know, his game winning shot for the, you know, 2016 NCAA national men's basketball championship. And, you know, he was, when we talked a bit, we've talked since then, and we've talked, you know, offline, you know, about the different platforms and, you know, and you've got autograph, which is Tom Brady and uh, actually in uh, some of the old demand media folks. So there's actually a domains tie in there too, which oh, I think is. is interesting. Yeah. Cool. Um, and uh, then you've got, you know, candy.com, which is the fanatics platform. And then that one was sold by uh, Rick Schwartz or, you know, it was a Rick Schwartz domain. So another domain name tie in to all of this. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, these guys now, what, so Autograph has partnered with DraftKings to really try to hammer the, uh, you know, on the Polygon blockchain to really try to, to you know, kind of really get in on the digital collectibles piece, right? I mean, obviously Top Shots has been doing its thing, but Top Shots has had almost like this weird uh, where, you know, everybody was so in and was so popular. It was the new, new trading cards, you know, for sports collectibles. And then, you know, it's just sort of, I don't know if it was a glut of supply, but I think the next, you know, it seems like things slow down now they kind of pop back up a little bit, but I think sort of we're seeing this next phase on the sports collectible side where we're getting into a little bit more of the, you know, not just like the, the cards, but more like the moments 
and some of the more specific, like, you know, I mean, what they're doing here is the Tom Brady carbon signed autograph preseason access pass. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, the Just idea that it's, <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like they threw all that shit in an NFT word generator. <laughs> and know, right? like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but I think it's this idea though, where we're moving from, you know, what top shots was were individual moments, right? Little clips that you could, uh, you know, that you would own. And, you know, they only released so many of so much and some were more rare than others and different players and different moments were obviously had different values. You know, now we're going to segue into, uh, you know, we saw on, uh, well, new, the, this was the one people invested in, which is the we dot new. Right. right? Yeah, yeah. So we dot which, uh, the first thing they did was they did like this special package of, for, uh, it was Andy Murray and his Wimbledon win. Um, Franksy yeah, yeah. won that, didn't he? You know, yeah, what's yeah. yeah. Franksy won it. Yeah. And, you know, where, uh, you know, the, the, the grand prize, I think even, you know, does he get to play with Andy Murray? Is that part of like the, yeah, the yeah, at, Wim- at Wimbledon, yeah. you know, so there's a combination of like, you know, physical as well as the digital piece to it. Uh, this, what we're seeing on the, on autograph. And that was actually, so again, not to keep pumping up the, but, you know, check out the, the interview that I did with Chris because, you know, he still has the sneakers. So eventually like when he does his release, whatever platform he decides to do it on, you know, there will be some sort of combination of physical possibly and, and, and digital and all that. Um, so, you know, it's just crazy that these, these are now sort of the direction this is going. And I think what we're seeing with autograph and the partnership with DraftKings, I'm curious to see what it does to DraftKings stock in all disclosure. I do have some DraftKings stock. Um, the, uh, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see, cause this is a little less about the moments and it's more about like, this is like, again, it's some access pass, but what do you get? you know, the first drop private community on discord, you know, it goes back to this whole thing where you're kind of paying for like a membership, you're paying for some sort of access into something. The question is, you know, but then the membership itself will be able to go up in value, right? And it'll give you benefits, which will be these, you know, digital keepsakes and collectibles. And, you know, it's just a question of, well, they have their own value and, you know, how all that's going to work. So it, it'll be interesting to see. So I, I think Sugar Shane should come out with his own uh, token uh, membership. Sugar Shane. Get, a sugar <laughs> thing. Get the Sugar Shane Platinum Edition. Exactly. You know, like <laughs> access, you know, membership card. <laughs> you know, yeah. And then like, like a, whole, a whole virtual world, you know, around the fields of his flowers. And I can see go. it now. That's it. it. You could, yeah, <laughs> get into a Discord where you just talk to people about like you know about all the plants and stuff, and then yeah, yeah, you get to do you get a VR experience where you put the thing on and you go through the uh, you know the field. You get to do corn maze. No, you maybe. just get one variegated oh. monstrosa leaf. That, there you go. Those, I don't even know what that what? is, but it sounds awesome. I'm, yeah. in. <laughs> I, 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 I'm in. I have no idea what it is. Speaking I'm of in. plants, did, leaves, and corn mazes and stuff, did you guys see the Field of Dreams stuff yesterday? Yeah, the baseball last game. Night, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Was. Awesome. And, and, you know, we are, we're almost out of time for real, for real. Cause we went 30 minutes longer than we said we were going to. And I know Shane's got to go, but uh, the field of dreams thing where they played the game on the, uh, the field, like where they did the movie and it was just, oh, they did such a good job with that. That was really incredible. But oh, um, they, they played a game. I only saw the picture of Kevin Costner and the other guy. Oh yeah. So they, they oh, played no. a game and they played Yankees versus the white Sox, and the white Sox won on a walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth inning. They were down by a run. They got a guy on base. They hit a home run to win the game. I mean, it was like, oh my god! I mean, I gotta, I... Literally, like you couldn't have scripted it any better. And they had them the intro. They did it just like the movie. They played the music like the movie. I mean, 
it's awesome. That was like, you know, and people need that. We need that with all this crazy stuff that's going on. That was really a cool kind of moment. It was fantastic. And just watching all the Twitter, like just the feedback on Twitter, it was like, you know, people that wouldn't normally be be friends. Everyone was, everyone loved it, you know? And it was like, uh, so I thought that was pretty cool, man. So I got to find that. Those things can kind of equalize things. But anyway, so with that, um, lots to parse through here. Let's get on it and let's do this again uh, sooner than later, maybe next week. And uh, we'll get this one out as soon as we can. And uh, we'll go from there. But um, as always, guys, enjoy the time. This was great. Covered a lot of ground. And there's a lot of exciting <laughs> stuff coming up. Uh, so thank you to you guys for being here. And as I say on every show, thank you to the audience. Without you, there's no us. We appreciate y'all taking the time. And, uh, you know, hit us up. Twitter. Hit us up on DomainSherpa.com. Uh, just reach out. We're not hard to find. You got questions. You got answers. You got comments. Uh, just let us know. And uh, otherwise, we will see everybody next time here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Peace out, everybody.